When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You listen to Causeway Street Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. For you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts. I'm Sean Dutra. What's up? Tell yeah, like talk Tom about walks yourself. on the B. There you go. Joel Pavone. What up? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> the most romantic. He leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the Zodiac. Oh. You couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh. Sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street. In case you missed it. Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you, Boston, for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers. It's your boy, Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys, Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean. Someday, 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 I want to... Lay down like I did on Sunday. I told you this is gonna happen. Bro. I told you LeBron James to the Boston Celtics was going to be the talk around here up until free agency. And here we are. Here we are. Instead of talking about the NBA Finals and, and talking about the Cavs getting swept, this is what we're talking about: LeBron James and Green and White. Oh, I thought you were talking about congratulating the uh, Golden State Warriors for on their three-game sweep of the NBA Finals. That's right. You you called that. I did, man. So is Cleveland going to show up or no? Uh, survey says <laughs> yes. They're obviously going to show up. <laughs> but are they? Are they? Are they going to show up on the court though? That's the question. Nah. Is Ronnie Hood the the, the, the guy? Savior? Is Ronnie Hood going to drop twenty? Everyone, everyone's acting, especially the Cleveland fans, are all acting like Tyron Lue like discovered him and an egg underneath the fucking arena, <laughs> and they're like, "Look what I found! <laughs> it's, like it's you, Simba! <laughs> like you had him all along." He's been chilling on your bench, <laughs> guys. What were you waiting for? Somebody called you out on not playing him, like, and you've benched him ever since. I waited for Rafiki to come out and be like, you know, it is time. It is like, time. So. Well, if it's not him, it better be somebody, because otherwise, this thing is going to be wrapped up tonight. But we'll talk more about that in this edition of the Cosmic Street Podcast. Of course, this is the NBA Finals edition. We always have one of these episodes. And it's funny, because ever since we started this podcast years ago, four years ago, we've had the same two teams playing against each other. Same two teams. So Would you look at that. Yeah. So you know what? It's only fitting that we have our, our co-host join us on the phone to talk about not only this series. Well, maybe a little bit about this series. I'm, I'm sure he doesn't have a lot to say. But we'll, we'll talk about LeBron James, the possibility of him coming to Boston, what Stephen A. Smith had to say about it. Oh, he's ecstatic about this one. And Not we'll, Stephen A. we'll yes. also get into what uh, uh, play-by-play announcer Mike Gorman had to say about the possibility of the Celtics actually trading Kyrie Irving. We'll get more into we can't that. Make this stuff up, guys. No, we no. It's, it's, this is the it's, it's the off season. It's, this is the beginning of the off season. Okay, wacky stories. This is this is what it's all about right here. This is how we start off like the, the off season for the Celtics, man. This last, is even be, when, when the NBA Finals isn't this isn't entertaining whatsoever. This is what you get. You get an early edition of these reports. In the last few off seasons, it's been the draft. The draft. What is Celtics going to do in the draft? 
Who are they going to trade for? Who are this right. and that and the other thing? You would expect this offseason because of the run that they had. You're like, okay, it's not going to be a crazy offseason. But no, it's still going to be a crazy offseason for the Celtics. Because it's like, are they going to do something? Mm. They're not going to do something? Who knows? Only Danny knows. Sometimes I think Danny puts out these reports just to get everybody going. <laughs> just to get other teams thinking and, and, and calling them up and trying to strike a deal. And then that's when he comes in and, and, and trades for Kyrie Irving. Like That's what we saw last year. That's exactly what happened. Like, the last thing people expected. Was for him to do that. Everyone's talking about Jimmy Butler. Everybody talking about Paul George. So late and then the boom, so Kyrie late. Irving. Late, right, right before training game. Bam. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Fucked your whole world up. So we'll we'll see what happens. Obviously, but in the meantime, all we can do is talk about these reports, our opinions, of course, what we do here on the Cosby Street Podcast. Let's get let's get right into it. LeBron James, would you like to see him in a Celtics uniform? And to kick things off is Sean Ducha, who I know probably has a very entertaining response. <laughs> to this topic and i can't wait to hear what he has to say because we've actually kept it fresh you know we didn't really get into it in our group text all we said was we can't wait to see what sean has to say about this we told sean to save it because he had to bite his tongue because he was about to go off on the group text yeah. when it came to lebron james going to the celtics he was, talk. A, he was afraid he was afraid papa Ducha was afraid that he had been designated for assignment but we're like, nah, man, we're going to pull you off waivers, and you're back on the squad. But, yes, the parents. What's up, yeah. Sean Dutra? Joining us right now on the phone. What up, Sean? Papa Dutra. I like it. What's up? What's, what's going on? No, no. no. Papa Dutra. I, no, I, I, let, me, let me clear some of the air here. I'm not designated for assignment, man. <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, I've been exploring my free agent options over here, okay? I've been, like, you know, messing around with a couple other podcasts here and no, there. We still own your contract, bro. We still own your rights. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, we're, Renegotiating some contracts over here, man. I'm good. Have you even been okay. listening to us? Sean's like, yeah, I, I refuse to listen to those clowns. I'll, I'll wait till they invite me back on. I'm taking my talent to Bleacher Report. Oh, oh man. man. I think you're going to go to the starters and help them out a little bit. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Sean Ducha on TV. Nah, that'd, nah, be, on. that'd be great TV. Ducha, Sean on TV. Ducha and that Australian dude, that'd be great TV. Oh, man. Both beards going too? <laughs> wait, is he the one with the beard? Uh, he he's one of the ones with the beard. Like the they, they, they pretty much all have beards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Sean would fit right in with the beards. Yeah, he would. He would. All right, yeah. Sean. So let's get right into it. I mean, LeBron James to the Celtics. If you're Danny Ainge, there's no one more excited than Ducha. Do you look into making oh, space my God. for it? Do you pass? This, like, which side of the fence are you on on this? I'm. I kind of have a feeling you're on one side, but let me hear your reason behind it. So what? What do you? What do you guys fucking think? Like, what? What, what is this? This is the. This is the most ridiculous. This is the most ridiculous off-season story I've ever heard since. Like, uh, I, I don't even know, man. Like, th- there's literally been nothing more ridiculous that's compared to LeBron James, LeBron motherfucking James coming to Boston. There's no fucking chance this is happening. Absolutely no chance. And you know what? Stephen A. Smith can 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 talk about it all he wants and just, you know why? It's easy. It's an easy thing to say because you look at Kevin Durant and he lost to the Warriors and the up-and-coming team and LeBron may do the same thing. No, LeBron is not welcome in Boston. And, like, I don't care. I was talking to somebody today about this. Like, seriously, there's not a more hated athlete that I have ever had in my entire life. I would have rather seen a-Rod on the Red Sox. I would rather see Peyton Manning on a Patriots uniform. I would rather see friggin' uh, Matt Cook in a Bruins uniform. No, I don't <laughs> want LeBron James to ever even think there's a possibility of coming to the Celtics. Just, just I, I, I don't. Be, all right, all right, okay, okay. Right. No, 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 no,
Let's refresh. Let's refresh everyone. All right, let's refresh. All right, right. (laughs) (laughs) let's refresh everyone's memory here. Okay, last episode of the podcast. And I really thought this would just would be more in case you missed the material, more than like I told a you, twenty man. minute segment. I told you, here we are, episode but two, talking Antoine about this Walker shit. Brought no, he started this. Shit. He started, yeah. He he had a he had a another hot take, quote unquote, about where LeBron should consider going next season. The whole season has been the Lakers, and then later on it was Philadelphia, and right after the Rockets <clears> got eliminated, it was like, oh whoa, well maybe Houston would be a good spot for him. And Antoine said, no, none of those teams. Boston should be the team that LeBron James should consider. He should hit up the Celtics and pull off a sort of uh, Kevin Durant-ish mm. kind of thing, even though and he, he beat the Celtics. No, and he even said, too, he said, if I'm him, I'm doing that. Yeah. You know, he put himself in those sh- in his shoes and said that Boston is his best, you know, opportunity to compete for a championship. All right, so fast forward a week later, and Stephen A, in classic Stephen A form, because he's got so many sources, he's got so many guys in the biz, and he brought up that LeBron will be talking or having a conversation with several teams, including Houston, the Lakers, Philadelphia. He also, obviously, he said Cleveland, and then the last team he said was the Celtics. Mm. So since then, social media has gone completely bananas, completely forgot or could have gave two shits about what Antoine said, but because Stephen A put the Celtics and LeBron in the same sentence, Mm. everyone's flipping their shit. Mm. Now, here on the Causeway Street Podcast... We brought, we kind of talked about it, and we don't see it happening for a couple of reasons. One, it will take a lot to clear space for to even make room for him. No, that's one. Hold on. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold, no. on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We'll get, we'll get to you right breaking after. Breaking it down way too scientifically. No, but listen. But listen. But okay. Hold on. Just, just, just listen to my second point. So you would have to, you would have to move either Kyrie. Well, one because they don't they don't get along, and that's the reason why he wanted to leave Cleveland, anyways. Yeah, th- there's no Kyrie. way those two like we said last week. There's no yeah. way those two can 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 do this again. So the top three like salaries on the Celtics right now is Kyrie, Al Horford, Gordon Haywood. You got to move one of those three, and more. Mm. But start. How about we actually? How about we actually see them play a fucking game together? Exactly. Yes. So they yes. start breaking that shit up. Yeah. So B- besides then besides the first five minutes, and not to mention the fact that let's face it, Gordon Haywood, there isn't much of a trade value right now because of what happened last season. So you got you got that. You got that part of it. The second thing I was going to say is as great as LeBron is, right, basketball-wise, because everything else, you know, that's sort of not here or there, but he's going to be 34 next season. Mm-hmm. And everyone's trying to predict when he's going to fall off this cliff, how much can he depend on his body, this, that, and the other thing. Why would you want to kind of break up this core for maybe a year or two of, like, LeBron, like LeBron, LeBron right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think like you're kind of sacrificing the future just for right. maybe one championship. Oh, maybe. You're, you're absolutely sacrificing the future. Yeah, I don't even think you're sacrificing the future. Really, I mean, you have you're not going to give up Jalen Brown. You're not going to give up Jason Tatum. You can keep Rozier if you get rid of somebody else, right? Wh- whatever. Like that part doesn't. I, I just think like you have the best coach in the league right now. You really want Coach LeBron coming in and just making Brad Stevens just an afterthought? Well, the like, reason I say sacrificing the future is that those guys are obviously not going to get the same kind of touches if LeBron James comes to town. And not right. to mention the fact that they're not put in the same position, whereas LeBron James constantly has the ball in his hands. He's constantly like the, the point forward out there. Like, right. and I just feel like you're, you're, you're you, sort of cutting and, those guys short, you know? And you, and you know what? You actually may be onto something, too, now I'm thinking about it. Because if LeBron comes here, he's not going to want a guy like Jason Tatum behind him on the bench. He's going to probably demand that Jason, uh, Danny Ainge trade Jason Tatum. So this thing is a bust from the start, guys. 
I don't I, like it. The fact that that it has made its way from Antoine Walker, probably <laughs> a little bit tipsy, talking about <laughs> LeBron James, to Stephen A. Smith, just probably the same thing, a little tipsy, talking about trying to make a splash on his morning show no one watches. I mean, like, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, it would have been nice all, if Antoine said that on this podcast, but yeah. 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 <laughs> all of all of Boston is just literally trying to figure out to talk about something else than Tom Brady and uh, Julian Edelman right now. So, like, mm. there is mm. there is no reason, no reason. It doesn't make sense. No one wants him here. And I'm sorry, we have, as, as a Celtics organization, since – We've traded Paul Pierce, and we've traded Kevin Garnett. Brad Stevens has literally been getting closer and closer and closer and closer to dethroning LeBron James. He's not going to want – he's not in the I can't beat him, join him thing. He, they, they are – this is the year. Next year is the year that we'll beat LeBron. Don't we want to enjoy that? I want to enjoy it. I actually want LeBron to stay in Cleveland a little bit just so we can whoop his ass next year. Like that – I've been waiting six years. To whoop LeBron James' ass. I don't want him on the Celtics. I've always felt like he's going to stay in Cleveland. But I think if he stays in the East, yeah, I agree with Sean. Like, you, you've been waiting so long to dethrone this dude, and the Celtics were one win away yeah. from doing that. Well, that's why if you're LeBron James, I want to have a conversation with the Celtics. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm yeah. down to do that. Yeah, at the end of the day. But if you're the Celtics, you got you to think about what's, what's in your best interest. Yeah. You have to think about, like I said, the young guys. You have to think about, of course, your your leader, your star, Kyrie Irving. How's he going to feel about this? And like I said in last week's episode, I mean, Kyrie Irving wants nothing to do with this. So if you're if you're willing to, to bring in LeBron James, you have to know that you're going to have to sacrifice Kyrie Irving. You, and this, I don't even this is not even up for debate. He's, he's out. He is out. Kyrie, there's no way in hell Kyrie stays around. And then that's yeah. a whole other conversation. How do you trade him? Because he's a free agent. He's, a, he's This is his contract year. Where do you find a team to even make this work? And how does that team perform without Kyrie? Kyrie has had such a strong influence on this entire roster from the start. He's the reason why they had home court advantage. Yeah. He's the reason why Terry Rozier had the season that he had. He's the reason why so many guys... You know, he was able to take them under his wing and and, and guide them and, and motivate them. I, I just don't see the sense in trading someone like that just to bring in, obviously, the best player in the NBA. But like Joel said, I mean, how many more years is he going to be able to do this? And how is this – what kind of culture is he going to build in this locker room with a group full of guys that he's never played with before? I agree with Sean. This is a Brad Stevens team. Even with Kyrie, it's still a Brad Stevens team. I don't want it to be a LeBron James team. Mm. You don't want and that's that. exactly what it'll be. You don't want that that, right. that culture in the in the locker room with, also, these, with these young guys trying to develop. And and also too, I don't know if it's too early for me to be back and drop a little bit of a conspiracy theory, but I oh, think I got already, it. huh? Sean wasting no time. Here we go. Cue the music. Cue the music. I uh, no. <laughs> uh, I, no. but but seriously, but seriously, right? Why do you think Boston is all of a sudden coming up in these conversations? Who who's leaking that? Mm, I mean, Sway said maybe. Yeah, I think it's Danny Ainge. <laughs> no, no, Danny. no. It's LeBron James. You know why? Because I think this is it. If the Celtics entertain signing LeBron James. Guess who on the Celtics, the most important player on the Celtics, is going to be fucking pissed? 
and is in the last year of his deal. And then we'll look at them and say, you really were thinking about signing LeBron James and trading Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is going to sit there and say, I'm not re-signing with Boston. Mm. Like, I think this is a this is like a calculated move by LeBron's camp to throw Boston in there because he feels like no one can say no to me. If I say I want to go to Boston, Boston will have me. No, he's trying to he's trying to mess up the relationship between Kyrie Irving and the Boston Celtics because he's a little bit jealous. He's the same guy that's leaking out. We would beat, we would be up 3-0 right now against Golden State if we had Kyrie Irving on the team. He just he misses Kyrie Irving. He's a he's a jilted lover. He's just jealous and he's trying to mess he's up salty. that whole the whole relationship with Boston right now, yeah. Kyrie. Well, the, well, the Cavs, because I, I agree with that too. I agree with that notion that the Cavs would have a legit. I don't know about the three zero lead, but they would have a legit series going if you put if you plug Kyrie Irving with this team. I, well, I do agree with that. Well, LeBron already said it. He 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 feels like like the Cavs made a huge mistake in trading Kyrie. He said that recently. Yeah. Well, there there was there was no make no mistake about it. I mean, when that when that whole thing went down, I mean, LeBron wasn't all about it. It wasn't about the fact that Kyrie wanted out. I think he was upset about the organization actually. You know, granting his wishes yeah. to trade him before the yeah, season but, even started, and Kyrie was the is the first dude in the NBA that's literally ever stood up to LeBron James. Everybody mm. else in the NBA ever, has yeah. always no one's has, ever done that ever, ever. I truly believe that. I, I mean, I, I semi believe Stevie Wonder's not blind, but this is one of those conspiracy theories that I'm like really into. Semi, is that? Huh? Le- I thought you really did believe that. Nah, man, I am. I'm just sort of. Uh, Stevie Wonder's not blind. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you messed him up, bro. He was trying to, he was trying keep to going, say like, like, going, like he, he believes this more than Stevie Wonder. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Because LeBron James is calculated. If there's one thing about LeBron, it's that it's calculated. Everything he does has an ulterior motive. Also, too, I almost like lit up uh, my uh, Paula's sister's relationship because she posted how she was. Uh, all about LeBron James's finals, and I just went fucking off. <laughs> oh yeah! How that dare true? you? And <laughs> lit the fires within, bro. I was like, <laughs> uh, but still, Sean's that's like, gonna... Sean's like, uh, Paula, hold Jordan for a second. You outside, I talk to you real quick. You, you, uh, you, you know what your sister's doing right now on on the old Facebook? <laughs> you see this shit? You, you looking at this? You looking at this right now? <laughs> First thing on my wall. What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what else too? Almost- LeBron shouldn't be just mad at the whole Kyrie situation though. He should look back about draft night and and consider the fact that this team could have grabbed one of those guys that yeah. got traded. Should be he should be mad at the the old GM that got fired. What's his name? Right. I forget his name right now, but yeah, he he's the one that had a couple of offers on the table. To either get Paul George mm. or Jimmy Butler. Or Jimmy Butler. You right. plug one of those guys in, yeah. you got yourself a series right yeah. now. Yeah, I don't think Kyrie is asking for a trade at that point. You don't think he yeah. does? Yeah. No, I don't Ooh. think he does. Nah. And also, too, it's it's funny timing about all this, too. How I know, I know, Joel, you were sort of giving a timeline, but it's always been L.A., Philly, Houston, Cleveland. That's like the top four, right? Yeah, I feel once, like, yeah, I feel like that, Houston recently, but yeah, I hear you. But once, once that pick that LeBron thought he stole from Boston, that Brooklyn pick, turned into be the eighth pick, that's when the, all of a sudden these wheels start turning when Antoine says it and that stuff gets leaked. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's all calculated, bro. He wants to get back at Boston because he knows next year, if he stays in the East, he has no chance. No chance. All right. So let me, let me, let me ask you guys this since I got Dutra on the phone. So there's seven teams in all 
that supposedly James plans on having a conversation with, right? Do you actually think he's going to have a conversation with all seven teams? I don't think he's going to have a conversation with all seven teams. Uh, I don't think so either. No. I, I think when it, when someone like him, like Kevin Durant, you know, those elite free agents that, you know, are on the market every three or four years or whatever it is, I feel like they, they narrow things down to at least three or four teams. Now, with Le, LeBron James, I think that's going to be the exact same case of what we saw with Kevin Durant. I mean, maybe one more team than, than Durant saw. Durant only saw three. But I do think that he will spend a significant amount of time with those teams. And those so, teams to me is going to be Houston, Philly, Cleveland, and then throwing throwing a random team in there. Because remember in 2010, what did he meet with the Bulls? I think it was the Bulls, the, the Knicks, Knicks, the Heat. You know, he's going to throw in a couple of teams in there that uh, you know they'll, they'll stroke his ego and he'll he'll, he'll walk away thinking like, yeah, that was fun, but I'm, I'm, there's no way I'm going there. Yeah, I mean, what what I was getting with that is I don't think he's going to meet with Boston. I think right now it's a lot of speculation because. Or what Stephen A. said, but what if this doesn't happen? Like, I, I, can you can you actually picture, you know, LeBron in the Hamptons with like Danny Ainge and like Tom Brady? Like they try to you know trying to woo this dude to come over here. I think like, the Celtics brass will will definitely entertain the idea. I mean, let's face it, Danny Ainge has never been a guy to to leave a stone unturned. But I, I just I just believe at the end of the day they won't think it's necessarily. Uh, they don't think the sacrifice or whatever it's going to take to to make room for him is going to be worth it. But I do think no, they no they'll have a conversation just to get other teams thinking that the Southerners might do it, just to stir the pot. I mean, that's a Danny Ainge thing to do, right? Just to get everybody thinking like, oh, are they coming close to a deal? Oh, if they're meeting with each other, this could actually happen. Just to get things stirring, and then you'll see Danny Ainge come out and, and, and make a deal that no one saw coming. That seems like a, like a New or, York or, or, or signing that no one saw coming. I do think the Southerners will add Maybe not through free agency. Or I'm thinking probably through free agency, but if not, maybe a, a minor deal here or there. But for the most part, you'll see the, you'll see the majority of this roster intact next season. Yeah, there, there's a better chance Isaiah Thomas is back in the Celtics uniform than LeBron James even getting a meeting with the Boston Celtics. Mm. Okay, so you're you're feeling that too, right? That, that the Celtics won't even have a meeting with LeBron. I, I don't. Think, think. I don't think so either. I just think it's no. a lot of hot air. But yeah. All right, well, we'll talking. All right, well, 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 speaking of crazy, wacky reports, what about the report that, or I shouldn't say report, but what Mike Gorman had to say about Kyrie Irving not uh, untouchable, quote unquote, when it comes to, uh, you know, trades going down throughout the offseason? Uh, I don't think this report is a shock. Obviously, we've seen what Danny Ainge has done in the past. I mean, shit, look, less than a year ago, he was had no problem trading one of the best scorers in the NBA, Isaiah Thomas, guy put up with 29 points of one of the best scoring seasons in Celtics history, and he flipped them with no problem. So now that Kyrie Irving is coming back for a significant injury, people are wondering, will he do the same? Will, will, will Kyrie Irving be traded? Is, is he somebody that Danny Ainge is considering trading with one year left on his contract, which is the exact same situation or scenario that he found uh, Isaiah Thomas in less than a year ago? Sean, what do you think? And if you do think the Celtics would be willing to trade him, if you're Danny Ainge, who's a guy or a target that you'd be willing to trade Kyrie Irving for to bring into Boston? Mm. Where is going? Yeah, well, obviously there's Kawhi. Don't I mean, we've been there. there we, we've been down there. I, you know I would do that. I think other than that. Kawhi. Other, other than that. And, and I, I mean, Kawhi would have to happen. And I think a couple other things would have to happen, too. Like, I, I don't think it's a straight-up deal there. Just, I, I don't know. Well, we can... We've talked about that ad nauseum, but I would trade him for the number one pick if Phoenix is interested. I would love to get Aiton. I don't know if they would do that if they if he would resign there, but I don't. I think that's the type of move you're looking for. Like 
Kyrie, I mean, if he didn't get injured, he's on the first All NBA team this year. I think mm-hmm. you know, being I think easily he's the he's the number one guard on that team. So if you could get like a number one pick or you know the number one or number two pick this year, maybe. Um, but if you do it, I don't think it's like to get better this year. You're, the only way you get better this year is if you get Kawhi. But if you're doing, if you're trading uh, Kyrie, you're building around Jalen Brown and and Jason Tatum. Which, if you do want to talk money, and you've already got Hayward locked up, and you've already and and then you lock up Kyrie, who's going to make about thirty five mil if you sign him to a long term deal. You're then going to have to choose between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown at some point. So, if you wanted to get younger and you felt like this team doesn't need Kyrie to compete next year, when you got Hayward coming back and you want to get a number one, number one draft pick, then maybe. But that's only because Danny Ainge is a GM. If I'm the GM, I'm not trading Kyrie. But I mean, Danny, Danny can will do whatever. I agree with Mike Gorman on this one. Well, I, I agree with that, but I just think it's a very, very, very short list. And if I'm Danny Ainge, in my opinion, the only guy I would even think about trading for is Anthony Davis. And I, I just don't see that happening. I don't see the that's grabbing true. one year of Kyrie Irving and hoping that he decides to stick around. Meanwhile, you obviously don't know how DeMarcus Cousins is going to respond. You don't know what's going to happen with Rondo. I mean, Rondo was a huge difference maker in the postseason run that they had. So there's just a lot of questions throughout that roster. So why trade away your, your best player? Why trade away a top five guy in the league, you know, for somebody who's you don't know if he's going to stick around or if he's even going to improve your roster that much? That's it. That's in my list. That's the only guy I'm willing to see the Celtics trade for when, when we're talking about trading Kyrie Irving. And listen, I get it. Kyrie Irving, if one thing we learned about Kyrie Irving this season is one, he's an amazing leader, but two, Maybe this window of opportunity isn't as big as we thought it was going to be when the trade had initially happened. Maybe we're talking about three, four, five years of great, you know, top-notch basketball out of Kyrie. But because of injuries and because of how he moves and the history that we've seen with guys with his style of play, guards specifically, maybe come, you know, four or five years down the road, we'll see a huge decline. But, hey, that three, four, five-year window, I mean, that's plenty of time to, 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 to win, if not one, two, maybe three championships with the guys that he has surrounding him and Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum, of course. So we all want to see that unfold, and I'm in that same boat. If it's not Anthony Davis, forget it. Don't rock the boat. Leave it the way it is. Are you willing to pay Kyrie Irving $35 million over six years next year? You mean each year? Yeah, each, each, each year, bro. <laughs> Uh, you're not gonna get him for, you're not gonna get him on a jay crowder well you said but the way you worded that you said 35 I over I said, yeah no I, I got you i worded it wrong but you obviously know what i'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, um well, are you willing to pay him less than marcus smart <laughs> no i'm just joking no but i know i know I get you you. I, to... I, I, i'm picking up on your sarcasm no i'm i'm thinking <laughs> it's not it's not coming through over the phone that i'm low. thinking 32 33 I mean, you have to, right? Because you no, you set no, a president. You set a president with Gordon Hayward, so you have to give him more than Hayward. He's going right? to demand the most money you can give him. So I, that'll probably be like thirty-five million dollars. Like, All right, so you're gonna you, have you to do... give him a max deal for the max amount of time. So no, I, no, 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 no. I don't know about the max amount of time, though. Why, why, why can't you do the the, the LeBron James route, the LeBron James not... clause, one, two years, thirty-four, thirty-five a year. That's nope. it. Why would <laughs> why would Kyrie do that? Because he knows he has an injury. He has a possibility of injuries. He's going to someone will give him five years, thirty-five million a year each year. I mean, that's that's the that's the risk you take if you're Danny Ainge. I mean, if you if you look at it and say, 
I have Tatum and I have Brown and I truly believe I can build around them, then you probably do trade Kyrie because you're not going to pay him. Well, I mean, that's a point that Mike Gorman brought up. Because of his his history of injuries, this season is going to be huge for him because he does have a player option that he could also pick up. That he's, He can opt into. He has that in his, in his back pocket yeah. if, if Ange is like, I don't know if we're going to. Well, guess what? He says, I'm, I can just pick up this player option. You yeah. don't want to pay me now. Do as a solid. And, you know, I can prove we'll, to you on another year yeah. that I can fucking still play, I don't know. <laughs> More than fifty games in a season. Yeah, but does he do that yeah. if they win a championship? Though the, that's the question. If the Celtics go on, if, if the Celtics go on and win the championship, is he going to do that? He's going to say, "Hey, I just brought you a championship. I just brought you number eighteen. If though, if give me my dough. I'm saying if. What if they don't win a championship? I mean, make it out, make it to the finals, but they don't win a championship, and I don't know, Kyrie missed twenty five games, and a lot, a big chunk of the playoffs. What does Danny do then? Whoa, 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 big chunk of the playoffs. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you don't sign him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you missed the if, – if you got to the finals and you were able to do your thing in the finals, like, okay, that's great. We appreciate that, obviously. But where the heck were you in, you know, the, the first couple of rounds? You know what I mean? Saying, I'm just saying, like – And listen, let's face it. Going into this regular season, I, I think we can all safely say that we're talking what? 60, 64 games tops. I mean, I don't want him. I don't want to see Kyrie Irving play anywhere near 82 games throughout the regular season. No, I get what you're saying. You can serve him. I get what you're saying. But, you know, if he gets injured at the wrong times of the season where they're trying to grab the first seed so they got home court throughout the playoffs and he misses a month of the season, like he like, like this past season. And, I mean, I know the second seed was kind of locked up, but what if the Celtics had fallen down like i don't think they would have made it as to the eastern conference finals you're talking about playing well, hey, toronto or cleveland the second round here's the thing though how the Celtics do mm. oh 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 you're, you're asking how the Celtics did you, you think they're gonna get past the first round i don't want to hear it i i know <laughs> but i i know i'm not i'm not saying i predicted this if you talk to me when Kyrie first went down and and said trade Kyrie, i would say absolutely not but the fact that they were able to play the way they played with the team that they had in the playoffs, all around Tatum, all around Brown, like you have to realistically look at the way you're going to build your team going forward. Because before Kyrie went down, it was, we're going to try to re-sign Kyrie. We're going to build around the big three of Hayward, Kyrie, and uh, and Horford. And then we got these young guys. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with them. Yeah. But now, now it's like the opposite, sort of. Like Kyrie's a little bit expendable. Like, if Hayward was playing, Hayward would probably be even more expendable than Kyrie if he wasn't locked into a long term deal. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like that's what that's. I think that's what Mike Gorman was saying at the end of the day. Yeah, Ainge is always thinking ahead. A year right. ago, who would have thought that Isaiah Thomas was going to get traded? Everyone was like, "No, he's one piece." Yeah, you got to add another piece or a couple get, pieces. Get Hayward, him. and we're good. You got Horford. Yeah. You're, you're going to get Hayward, and then you know add these other guys around him. You know whatever happens in the draft. At the time, we all thought Markel Fultz. Thank God it wasn't. Jeez. So, <laughs> hey, don't give up on Markel Fultz yet, bro. Um, I think that ship has sailed, bro. No, I'm just kidding. Already? <laughs> the Sixers. The Sixers. The Sixers. No, the Sixers are still, you know, with all their shit going on, they're still hoping, they're praying that Markel Fultz turns into what he's supposed to be turned into. But, anyways. No, they'll be yeah, all right. But we got. T- I I'd, rather, I'd rather have Tatum either way. Right? Okay. But I digress. My point is, there's something to think about at the end of the day. Sean just mentioned. A great point. What if the Celtics do kind of what they did this year without him? And they make it to the finals, and then they're one or two games, whatever, whatever the case may be, but they just make it to the finals. How do you gauge your that, How do you, his exactly, value? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, But then you you bring up, you also bring up another good point, Sway. What if he says, all right, 
Sign me for a, a two year deal. You know, second second year being a player. Option. I'll prove myself I, every exactly. year. I'll, I'll or, take that option and, and you know, I, I, no, I'll decline the option and, and get more money if I if I impress yeah, you. Or or in reverse, don't give me and I'll just opt in on my player option, which is what like twenty. I think it was like twenty four, twenty five mil. Mm-hmm. Nah, Still I mean, amount of change. Any team saying, will give him. The, the team out there though will give him like that. That's the thing is like there will be teams lining up to sign Kyrie to a. Long-term max deal, because like if you think about it, they don't have the same problems the Celtics have with two young studs ready to explode in the next couple of years. Kyrie's like the only thing they'll have. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you have if Orlando's down there sitting with all the cap space in the world and they want Kyrie and Kyrie says ah whatever yeah, I'll go there or Dallas right some teams like that they'll lock him up. So oh, you're right. Danny's not going to have that luxury of saying. Why don't you stick around? I'll pay you like you know forty percent of market value, and you can see what happens. You know. Yeah, but with with Kyrie, Danny's not stuck like he what we felt like he was with with Isaiah. Mm. Like we didn't realize how serious the injury was, but the moment that Kyrie was available, oh, he true. flipped he flipped him just he in time. He flipped him quickly, just in time though. Yeah, he flipped him. If you, if you wait any longer, he's, he's well, screwed. I, because I, because I, if you don't if you don't trade for him, if you don't trade for Kyrie, you got to pay Isaiah. Yeah. Right. Remember, we were talking about that last season. We're yeah. Like, you had yeah. to pay him because mm-hmm. he walks and you and you got nothing. You mm-hmm. lost him for nothing. So as, that might be that kind. That's kind of similar now, but it's not like you're, you're you're stuck in this situation. You're not stuck. Yeah. As weird as it is, you are almost in a, a an identical situation as Isaiah Thomas. You were going to be with Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, but with a better roster. <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask <laughs> you guys. With a much better, better roster. <laughs> Let me ask Sean this then, and then I'll hear. Scary Terry's waiting. I'll hear what you what you have to say about this, uh, Joel, and and we'll get a little bit into the finals because this is the NBA Finals edition of the College Sheet Podcast. That's right. That's right. So we'll we'll get we'll get one question in, but real quick, Sean. Um, so what if finals? (laughs) What about the fact that we're talking about his knee here? Like this isn't exactly you know. Well, a it's not the first time he's had problems, right? And B. This isn't a part of his body that we can say, like, oh, he can just rest up and heal. I mean, that's a vital part of what he does. I mean, I, I can't, and we had this conversation before, like months ago. I can't help but think about Derrick Rose. I mean, man, Derrick Rose was a, one, an MVP, two, Both one of the best players in the NBA, and he was Both never, thankful. never the same. Now, does the same thing happen to Kyrie? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think it'll be a, a, a replica of what we saw from Rose, but at the same time, I can't help but think that maybe that year that we just saw him have, maybe he's able to duplicate that one more time, and I don't know, or maybe he's not. Maybe he's just not the same player. Maybe he's got to be more of a shooter, which obviously he's proven that he can he can shoot, you know, throughout the last couple of years. He, he's been shooting, you know, better than he has when he first came in the league, but let's face it, though. His bread and butter is attacking the rim. His bread and butter is slashing through defenders, you know? Like, that's his... Mo, that's how he gets to the free throw line. That's how he's able to put up, you know, twenty five a game. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to like sound the alarm too bad on like the Kyrie injury thing. Like, I think he'll be great next year. You know what I mean? Like, I think he'll be fine. Like, it's, I think where we started this was what what is he in three years? You mm. know, and after the second year That's of the question. five year deal, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how how much break? How much is his body going to break down? And come on, man, don't he'll be, don't he'll be thirty by then. He'll be thirty years old. Yeah. By then. <laughs> don't don't compare him to Derrick Rose, man. That guy is a broken doll. That's he was cursed, bro. He's plus, cursed. Plus, plus, Kyrie's got better hair, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well <laughs> let's, let's keep an eye on that. 
Let's keep an well eye kept. on that, bro. Well kept. Let's keep let's keep an eye on that. If Kyrie yeah, if comes, that thing starts growing out, then we know we're in trouble. If you see Kyrie, if <laughs> you see Kyrie, rolls. if you see Kyrie at the Vegas Summer League, just like watching in the stands, and he's got like just some uh, some some unkept unkept look going instead of that. <laughs> Instead of the tight little fade, he's been rocking, man. Then we're gonna have a problem. So, <laughs> and he already started last year with the beard, man. That beard, I was, I was looking at that beard from time to time, and I was like, oof, jeez, man, you never used to do that, dude. It's because look- he, he looked like he looked like Randy Moss's little brother when he first got signed. That's why. Yeah, he, <laughs> no, because when he first got signed, Let's he was like it. clean cut. He had no no facial hair, a nice tight cut, and then all of a sh- sudden. The season starts and he's like Mr. Raggedy Beard, like looking like he's outside of like, like he's like gonna stand outside and drink a forty just in front of your school. Like that's literally what brown bagging it. Yeah, him and Derrick Rose. Him and Derrick Rose. If you saw them both outside of like I don't know brown bagging somewhere outside, you'd be like, well, okay. Like that's what I'm saying, man. You gotta you gotta keep an eye on that shit. Yeah, I just I just don't think that we should be overreacting too much, but. The only reason why we're talking about this is because the Celtics have proven they can be really good, borderline great without Kyrie. That's why. I think if that's more why you don't want to invest money than his injury. So I'm still under the the impression that he would have gotten that when they removed the Minimally invasive. The minimally invasive procedure would have been done earlier in the season if Gordon Haywood was around. If Gordon Haywood is playing... He would have done that sooner, come back sooner, and maybe we're talking about a different topic here when it comes to him and resigning him. But because the Celtics started off so well, and no one expected you know that 16 game win streak, and then to be, they were pretty much at the top of the East up until like a few days before the All Star break. Yeah, and, I think and, and still battling for that top spot. Mm. You're onto something. I think I, I think you're right there, Joel. If 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 Hayward's playing and you know, November comes around and you guys are, you know, the Celtics are 10 and 2. Well, you got right? the 16 game winning streak, too. That was huge. Yeah, know? that was huge. Right. Yeah. But everything was around Kyrie. Yeah. Everything. If you yeah. remember the beginning of the year, it was like, an MVP candidate. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, too, we were, we were, we had, look at the podcast. We were saying, how does this team score without <laughs> Kyrie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the conversation. Yeah. There was plenty of games where, you know, they're down double digits, and all of a sudden Kyrie's like, all right, turning it on right now. Yeah. Bam. Yep. Game over. Yeah. Without Kyrie, you're thinking, like, how is this? Like you said, like. He had, like, 12 points at halftime. Then he finishes with, like, 37. Yeah. yeah. And, like, 10 assists. And you're like, how did he do that? Mm. Yeah. And even Brad Steven was like, we're, we're not as good as his record. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't get it twisted. There's a lot of things to be I don't know how this is happening on. right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Gonna go with it. Yeah. And there was a lot of standing around just watching Kyrie do his thing. Yeah. So, in a, in a way, it was good that he didn't play in his playoff run. Obviously, you 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 know he wanted to be there despite <laughs> missing him missing Game Seven. I guess he's, pre- he's he's getting ready for his movie his movie premiere. You know his. Uh, Yo, we all, we all going to see that? I'm going That's to good. I'm Let's go. Let's all let's all go. Oh, don't get me started about that, Uncle Drew. Uncle yeah. Drew, bro. Sean's, Sean's gonna have that on bootleg. Oh my god, that'd be a good movie, bro. But he's gonna make some dough off that off that flick. So, yeah, because it's a I think it's, it's a be hour right. long commercial, bro. Come on, it's gonna be all right, Sean. You make it sound like it's gonna be like a complete like joke. I want to play a drinking game to that and just see how many times Sprite or like it's burger, Pepsi. It's Pepsi, bro. Uh, Pepsi. Okay, sorry, Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. 
how many times Pepsi people are drinking Pepsis in the scene. Well, that's, that's, that's the whole Uncle Drew oh, thing that's started. Right. Yeah, that was Pepsi, Pepsi commercials. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, I'm telling you, there's going to be at least one thousand shots of people drinking Pepsi. Yeah, I can't remember like, the last time I even saw a Pepsi. Like, I, feel like two, I, don't, I don't see them as much. There's two big checks: one from Pepsi and one from whoever made the film. That's what no. Kyrie's about to do right now. So he's not gonna get any money. No one's gonna see that movie. Like people are gonna see it. Yeah, people are gonna see it. Are Whether you they like me? it or not is another story. But I mean, the average age it. is gonna be like twelve, but people will see it. People are gonna see it. Yeah. All right, Sean. Let's All get right. you. Let, let's uh, let's get you going with this for for a little bit because I don't want to get too much into it. I don't think you want to. But NBA Finals. What what, what, what happens tonight? The Cavs. They're gonna save the series from being swept. Are they gonna win one? Does Golden State sweep them out? Do they party it up and? On Cleveland's floor, do we see LeBron James wear a Cleveland Cavaliers jersey for the final time of his career? What happens? Um, so I know I haven't been on for a while, but I I was firmly, shit, man. firmly in the camp of Golden State just sweeping, and there was zero chance that the Cavs would even come close to sniffing a game. So I had them getting one. I, obviously, I was wrong because they. I mean, they. I guess they almost what. Game one, but like that was always gonna happen. Like they were always gonna fuck that up. Yo, how how hard did you laugh when that whole thing happened? Like the J.R. Um, Smith thing, like the whole like LeBron James freaking out, LeBron James fixing his freaking uh, his shorts, trying yo, to storm off and and had to fix the, his, his his tight shorts. So that was awesome. That was just the <laughs> it was the best. Like I've never been more happy watching a basketball game since uh, the Celtics won the championship. But like, but seriously though. What was even better to me was the next day when they released the sound from the huddle. Did you guys see that? Yes, I did actually. Oh, I saw the, yeah. I saw, no, I saw the video of like when there's no sound. Well, no, he, he was asking about the timeout. You talk about that, right? No, it was no like, yeah, when, yes. when they were no, going to overtime. In between, yeah. In between. yeah, yeah. He was asking Ty Lue. He was You're like, right, do we have Joel. a timeout? Yeah, yeah. You're right, Joel. Yeah. You, would think, you would think there was no sound. But that was the sound from their bench. Mm-hmm. Literally, no one was talking. Ty Lue was mic'd up. He came back, and then all they say is, "You made me do. We had a timeout." Oh. <laughs> just, like before that, though, he was sitting there. He was sitting there. Silence. Yeah, he was sitting there pouting and like can't believe this shit happened. Yeah, everybody out there who wants to defend LeBron, Michael Jordan would do that. He nah, get his yeah. team ready for overtime. Like, Antoine Walker like, would do that, man. Yeah, Antoine right. Walker would get his team ready for overtime. He got his game three speech on. <laughs> from the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, seriously. LeBron's the worst. The friggin' worst. So, yeah, I hope they lose. I hope <laughs> they get swept. I hope LeBron James has a 50-point trip quadruple-double and gets stomped by 30 points. And then J.R. Smith calls a timeout that they don't have? Is that what you hope? Yeah. Happens? <laughs> Actually, it would be awesome. <laughs> Steph it Curry wins it at the free throw line. <laughs> yeah. yeah this, that, or, that's, that's when Adam Silver's going to step in. And launch an investigation on J.R. Smith if he, yeah. if he got paid. <laughs> you throwing games here, bro? State. <laughs> next year, next year, J.R. Smith signs with Golden State, like on the low. Like <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nick Young leaves and he comes right in for that for that <laughs> yeah, role. He's like, he's like, guys, I'm perfect for this, and you, I get, I gave you those games last year. You guys final. owe me. Oh. You guys yeah. owe me. <laughs> he walks in. He's like, I'm, I'm gonna need twenty million dollars a year. <laughs> Like, we'll pay you for, like, you know, we'll pay you the 20 mil, but through, like, 10, 15 years. I love the Golden yeah. State cheers when he um, oh, the MVP won chance. the MVP and then just two, oh. just the, the the player introduction. They they just went nuts. So, like, hey, here he is. <laughs> it's like, our boy. It's like when the Sox, and, like, on, opening, on opening day in 2005, 
Mariano Rivera, everyone was giving them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ring, oh, the ring yeah. ceremony. Yeah, yeah, well, oh, yeah. Great times. Now, now but the, the, only way the, the only way the Cavs win is if the NBA wants the Cavs to win, which they probably do. The gap is so huge that I don't even think that the refs can, like, help the Cavs. Like, I, I really don't. I, don't I, I can't remember the last time the gap's been this big in the NBA Finals. Like, it's, it's crazy. Well, yeah. That's why, that's why I really, really. Really wanted the Celtics to be in the finals. It would have been such a more entertaining. Oh, you game. wanted that? I really? did, man. I really it, did. Oh, shit. We, I didn't know that. We, in case yeah, you didn't know. Yeah. In case you missed I, it. I, Sean, did you want that? A little bit. It would be, it'd be <laughs> two to one right now. It'd be two to one right now. Warriors would be up two bit. to one. He's like, oh, yeah, a little bit. Maybe. A little bit. <laughs> I, dude, I didn't even watch game three. That's how bad this NBA finals is. Well, let it's me tell like, you how it went down. It was pretty It was pretty close. And then yeah, JR just started gunning threes and. It didn't work out. Long story short, it didn't work out for him. And then Kevin Durant launched one from half court, none but net. I almost, <laughs> yo, that shot was epic. Actually, man. did you? Did that you shot see? was crazy. It was damn near half court. Yeah, when, he, when, he, when he like when he lined himself up, I'm like he's gonna take this. And I was like, oh, man, just walked away. Dude is an assassin. Man. And you know what's crazy? And Such I didn't realize beast. until the until the next day. I'm seeing like the highlights of the game, but obviously everyone was focusing on that shot because he did the same thing last year in Game Three. LeBron has a chance to guard him, and he switches. Yeah, with Rodney Hood. Soft, soft. And he switches but... off to guard to try to guard Steph. Yeah, he had a he terrible one game. Three. Yeah, yeah, terrible game. All game fucking three. game. He yeah. was one for ten from three point line. Why are you guarding Steph, bro? That's another when thing. Know, when you know Michael that shit was Jordan. going to KD. Michael Jordan would have would have guarded their best guy. Like Kobe Bryant would have got out there and guarded their That's best guy. Paul, he, Paul Pierce would have guarded the best. Yeah, guy. Oh, Paul would have been all over that. It's because he doesn't yeah. want to be in that highlight when he fucking no. makes it over him. That's the difference. That's the difference, man. Yeah. LeBron's. Soft. He's oh no, because he, he wasn't a highlight last year. That's for. Uh, that's a good thing you brought that up. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, he did that. In, he did that in LeBron's face last year. Man, then if, that's, if that's he, all we kept seeing, he, right? <laughs> no. If he true. comes to Bo- if he comes to Boston for a meeting this summer, I hope everyone poisons his clam chowder. <laughs> what would almost, you do, Sean? If that would, happen? I almost felt bad for J.R. Smith. Though. He's just chucking. He's like, he wants to be the hero so badly, and it's just like, nope, not happening. What would you do, Sean, if, if LeBron did get signed by the Celtics? Dude, I'd really have to consider a lot of things in my life. I really would. Like, I don't know. I probably <laughs> this podcast would probably take a turn for the worst. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably like you know. We, we'd, I, we'd give you a new segment called <laughs> "Things That Piss Me Off About LeBron James." It'd be like, why the fuck? Why the fuck did LeBron fucking you know tie his shoe in the middle of the second quarter? Why wouldn't he do that before the game started <laughs> and not like in the middle of the game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think I'd have to. I think I'd be like a Bruins fan next year. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think I. I'd really petition. He turned into like, a casual like, Celtics fan. Like he would. Ca- yeah. He would casually watch them, and then we had we had to fill him in before every episode of the podcast. <laughs> we'll, exactly. We'll, we'll give you a segment called the Bruins Corner, and you tell us what's going on with the Bruins. <laughs> yeah. Every, every exactly. episode, because this, this is the Causeway Street podcast, and the Bruins do play on Causeway Street as well. Yeah. It yes, may be revolutionary for our podcast. Also, um, I would probably just pretend that LeBron James wasn't on the team. Like I, would, <laughs> I would talk about everybody else other than, and I just wouldn't never say He'd be like man Tatum had a great third quarter um, I mean that guy he, he did go off in the fourth and close it out but we have to remember that Jason Tatum is a star in the making like, which guy gotta, <laughs> I wouldn't even say that guy that, All right. that wouldn't have happened I would have just would have like the reason why the Celtics won tonight even if Tatum had like 17 points and LeBron had 70 I'd be like Jason Tatum Really took over the game when it mattered. <laughs> <laughs> he was finally open, man. Yeah, that's it. 
All right, it's the NBA Finals edition of the Cosby Street Podcast. And for our day one listeners, you know what that means. It's that time of the year where we play a little game called A Million and One Questions. Sean, we didn't even tell you about this. Are you ready for this? Yeah, am I playing the game? Yeah, am man. Playing? We're going to fire off questions. You are a contestant. Questions that pertain to the NBA Finals, and you have to answer them as quickly as possible, man. You pumped up or what? Sean Dutra, come on down. Oh, also, real quick, real quick, what I would do if LeBron, I just figured it out. If LeBron did come to Boston, I would buy season ticket, courtside seats, empty the bank account, and then just wear my LeBron is a bitch shirt to every game and just be on TV every game. You sleep in that thing. Yeah, every game. That'd be good press for the Cosby Street Podcast. Hell yeah. Be great press. All right, let's go. You ready? I'm ready. Sean. No, not you, man. You <laughs> Sean. Yeah, this is this is my second time on 101 Questions, man. You get, really got to find some guests other than your co-host, bro. But. All right, Sean, man. We'll talk to you later, bro. All right, man. Right, hey, see you, man. Phone's cutting up again, oh, yo. Yo, maybe maybe uh, Christian R. can't get <laughs> Yeah, he canceled Big time by a Saturday afternoon fucking sports up guy. Jesus. He, he, he went big time on us, man. He, he yeah, big time. Didn't want to come through. He's so big time. Oh boy! Show big time. Shots fired. You know, I always hear. Rather have Jim Rice oh, come I, on. No, I always, I always hear. I always hear new fathers. You know, tend to like soften up a little bit. But not Sean. No, no, Sean's <laughs> the same old too. He's the same. But I guarantee you, in front of Jordan, he won't be like this too. When Jordan's older, but the second he turns the corner, he's out the room. He's just like it's same old Sean. Yo. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I love it. That's one piece of advice to new fathers out there. Don't lose your stride, man. You don't need to. Yo, you know what this motherfucker did today? <laughs> Five poops. Five poops. Uh, I walk into the room, shit everywhere. <laughs> There's an explosion. All right, drop that beat. All right, let's get right into it. First question, of course. Which team will LeBron James ultimately sign with this summer, Sean? Who you got? Um, uh, Houston. Ooh. Yeah, I've been thinking that too. But you hear what Chris Paul said? He wants that max. I don't know how the fuck they're going to have two max guys in Houston. Yeah, they, unless, well, they're like, they, unless they like trade everyone except, except for James Harden. He better calm the fuck down. Yeah. He yeah, better, he better learn to stay healthy. You make a decision on Clint Capella there. If they think Clint Capella's the guy, then they're going to have to make a, make a choice. Yeah, I think Capella's but, out, man. He's yeah, going yeah, to get paid Capella's somewhere going, else. Capella's going to Dallas, man. Dallas going yeah. to throw them dollars That's a good, yeah. I guess if, I'm, if I'm Houston, though, I'm sorry, Chris Paul. I'm going to give the max to LeBron James to play nice to James Harden, and then you can figure out your life. Like, that's, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Go find your max, man. <laughs> Go figure out your life. Go make those State Farm commercials, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oscar from The Office is waiting for you, dude. You still fucking... <laughs> Are the Warriors on their way to becoming the greatest NBA dynasty of all time? No, man. No. No. They're not. Boston Celtics with Bill Russell just dominated the 50s. They're going to have they got like seven more championships to catch up on that. No way. I, I would throw in, though I hate to say this, I would throw in the Lakers of the 80s. They, were, they made it to the fucking finals like eight years yeah. <laughs> in that decade. Actually, actually, wait, the Bulls of the 90s, bro. The Bulls of the 90s that too. Yeah, championship. Another, another team, yep. If you could party with three Dumb NBA question. players in the finals. Who you got? Ooh, well, um, okay. All right. All right. Let me let me think about this for like two seconds. Yeah. You got to bring Jordan with you. I give me a second. So. Nah, Jordan, Jordan's sitting this one out to death. Because <laughs> we're, we're hitting the strip club up. Both teams, too. 
Don't, yeah, you know, we're we're teams. hitting the, we're hitting the strip club up, and I think it's just it's got to be Zaza Pachulia. <laughs> okay, here, here's what I'm doing. I'm bringing J.R. Smith, Nick Young, and then David West because no one's going to fuck West. with us with David West. There you go. No one's going to fuck with Gotta have the enforcer. Gotta have the enforcer. David there. West is just a muscle, and me, Jr. and Nick Young are just going to be t- uh, inappropriately touching strippers' butts all night. And, and you know Jr. ain't going to have a shirt on either. And you know Nick yeah. Young's just going to be throwing bills like crazy. Yeah. Jr. is going to bring that henny. He's got to drink that henny that night. I'm cool. Yeah, henny I'm cool with deck. drinking henny, man. I'm cool with drinking henny. Maybe, maybe I, maybe I switch up Nick Young though. Uh, maybe you bring, maybe. I mean, Steve Kerr's got like the good shit. Like, <laughs> bring the coach out, okay? Yeah, right. He's, he's I don't bad. hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, also, too, like then, then, like you know, I'm not the only white dude. That may that may make a lot of cho- <laughs> a lot of things easier. I don't know. It's funny. I haven't even asked myself this question. I'm going to think about it before the end of this this episode and then see yeah. what I come up with. <laughs> a couple possibilities there. You know who I'm not. You know who I may invite is LeBron James and then tell him I'm going to like a different place so he goes there by himself <laughs> alright who wins in a fight Tristan Thompson or Draymond Green mm. ah Tristan Thompson bro Draymond Green's Draymond, I don't know I'm taking the underdog I'm going with Draymond no, I'm taking Tristan Thompson Tristan, bro. Like, Tristan he's quiet man you don't ever know what he's thinking dude yeah, yeah. alright well speaking he, of he's him he's got a lot of pent up shit going on right now too yeah, man that too. smash smash anybody alright speaking of him is the Kardashian curse real? Do you believe in it? I've been preaching about the Kardashian curse since fucking Chris Humphreys, bro. Yes, I believe in that shit. Damn, that's way back. Way back. All right, well, yay or nay for Kanye's newest album. Speaking of Kardashians. Oh, I see what you did there, Sway. Yeah, you saw that. Oh, damn, that's a tough one, man. I what? Am, I am so... Okay, here's the only thing. Okay, seven songs on the album means that if more than three songs are subpar, half of the album is whack. So it's tough. And the the the, the tipping point for me is that song that he is like. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs on there. You're crazy. Yo, all right, I'm gonna ruin that song for you, man. Because now, <laughs> literally, I was driving home the other day and I was like, who the fuck does this remind me of? And I was like, oh shit. You know what he sounds like in that chorus? He sounds like the old pedophile from Family Guy, man. Like, I just imagine him <laughs> singing that chorus now. Dude. You want to come inside for some cold <laughs> popsicles? I'm telling you, man. That's what he sounds like. Oh, You're crazy. Chorus, <laughs> oh, Chris. <laughs> How did that even cross your mind? You want to take your shirt off? <laughs> do, it, do it in that voice. Gonna rub on the little genie off the bottle. Gonna rub the genie off the bottle. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, he sounds exactly like him. So that is sort of ruining the album for me a little bit. All right, well, besides that track though, the rest of the rest of the tracks I like them. I like them all actually. Uh, No, no mistakes is okay, but that's about it. (laughs) That's about it. No mistakes is the only one that that's okay in my opinion. Nah, I mean Ghost Town. Ghost Town's a great song. Ghost, uh, that's, oh, that's, that's my favorite joint right there. Yeah, that's just been stuck in my head, yeah, and man. I'm fucking stoked for Cuddy and uh, Cuddy and Kanye. I which, can't wait. For which it. has dropped already, bro. What are you waiting for, man? You got titled, man. It's already out. It's out, bro. It's out. Let's all get together and uh, and bump that. I can't wait. Let's have a listening session, shall we? 
Yeah, we'll invite, we'll invite Steve Kerr. And I'll bring the popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we asked this last time, but I'm going to ask it again, man. Who's hotter, Aisha Curry or Steph's mom, Sonia Curry? I'm going to say Steph Curry. All right, that's enough, man. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's just, that's because he looks like he's thirteen. That's that's accurate. <laughs> Every year you gotta ask this question, so yeah. Uh, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe if we had a different fucking NBA. Final, yeah, exactly. The yeah, fourth time, same team. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It's it's never going to be Aisha Curry. It's always going to be Mrs. Curry. Yes. Which, yeah, but Mrs. Curry. Yes. Kind of, she's kind of aged yes. this year, though. Yo, it doesn't Curry, matter. Mrs. Curry yeah. does not you can age. see you can see the wrinkles in her neck now. They weren't like that before. I'll, so I'll tell you what to do like with those fine wrinkles. Fine <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Are you kidding me? Not not even a question. Yo, I would pass on. All right, I don't know if you agree with this, Sean, but right, I would is- pass up on Steph's sisters for their mom. This is like, the creepy part of the podcast. It's like she, <laughs> she is dope. Yeah, like, I yeah. think she is so dope. I would um, shout out I to would, Del. Yes, it's it's the mom. It's the mom. It's the mom. <laughs> shout out to Del. <laughs> Del. 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 Del sniped that years ago, man. Shout out to him. That a boy. Delson, man, you know what, too? Del been, been sniping since '83. You know, you know what's you know what's real about Del too? He just kind of chills in the cut. Like everybody's in the forefront. Everyone's got like their whole like social media popping and you know doing things like the whole Curry family. And Del's just chilling. He's just yeah. I Del, love, I love when Del's he pops actually three. watching the game. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, yeah. I love when Steph exactly. pops three. Everyone goes nuts. The mother's going nuts. And he just puts his hand up. Like, oh, he claps his hands. Yeah, he's just like, all right. Like, yeah, that's what's supposed to happen. All right, it's been a few years, but I have to know, Sean. I don't know what you do. You know, in your spare time, but Cleveland Steamer, have you ever had one? No. <laughs> the deep breath. <laughs> Took a little while there. No, no, I never, never have. No. Uh, ah, man, you're missing out. Would I ever get a Cleveland Steamer? Ah, I mean, I think I think we got to change this question up. So next year, next year. No, no, play, Cleveland better not be in it next year. No, <laughs> they, if, they probably won't be happens, in it. If this happens again next year, if we got... If we got Warriors, Cavaliers, times five, the the question, yeah, we're about to get to like the bad Rocky movies next time. <laughs> I think uh, we're already there. Half a decade. Of fucking no, Rock, Rocky Four. Rocky Four was a great movie. Rocky Four. Mm. They went to Russia, man. That was good. Uh, no, so next year you're gonna have to ask if you ever got a Cleveland steamer, and then the follow up question is. Would you let Steph Curry's mom give you a Cleveland? Steamer? <laughs> That's a great question. And I'm gonna pose this question to both of you guys. So I'm gonna say, so I'm gonna say yes all day. Is this the only way we'll have sexual relations? Um, this is how it's gonna start. Oh, fuck. She goes, she goes. This is how I start with all my conquests. <laughs> and Sway's like, I'm down. Let's do it. Oh. Sign me up, son. Let's do it. Man. And then after that, we're having a great night. <laughs> Get it out of the way. <laughs> What if, yeah, she, what if yeah. she just goes, I'm good. I'm done for the rest of the evening. Oh, if she does that? Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. That's a bad trade-off. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. You think I would want that to happen just, just for that to happen? What if she wants to film it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> then obviously that's a no. Yo, Joel, are you, are you just taking on the family guy? Fucking 
Well, what do you mean? Uh, All right. right, Finally, finally, this has nothing to do with the finals, but I want to get it in there. Who won this beef? Drake or Pusha T? Ooh. Well, so I heard some interesting news today about Drake shit. Did you guys hear about that? Is it? uh, Fill me in. Well, Jay Prince said that, told Drake not to come back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That I heard. Yes, yes, yes. And and Kanye was the one who told Jay Prince to get Drake not to release that shit because it was... Vicious. Oh, yeah. really? And it was all about Kanye and Pusha T, but mainly Kanye because I think mostly Drake Kanye. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And what do you think it was? That track is out there. That track is fucking. <laughs> that track is out, out there. there. If you had to guess, though, like, what, do you, what do you think it's about? Oh, it's about it's yeah, about sexual relations. Yeah, it's about Kanye being gay or like. Yes, uh, that's what I think it is. I don't think yeah. it had. I don't think a sexual relationship with Pusha T, but I think it had something to do with that. I you think it had something to do with him being gay. I don't know, man. I know. Or I him know, messing around with dudes. I know he's pushing T's engaged, but you never know. But you know what cracks me up, though? That, that, that's, how mad, uh, that's how mad Drake was. Drake was like, I need everyone to put. Because there's a rumor, there's another rumor out there that he he was paying top dollar for, for any dirt on, on, on any of those guys. Either one of those guys. The other guy from, was it Clips? Was the Pusha T's whole thing? It was just like, I got some shit, man. Oh, yeah. He's like, yo, you don't even want to know, bro. He's, he's like, like, I've been waiting for this opportunity. <laughs> I can't stand that motherfucker anymore. It's like, you want some Malice? That's his name, Malice. They go, you want some shit? (laughs) You want want some shit? (laughs) Oh, you want some shit? Oh, yeah, man. I I think... It's going to cost you a couple keys. (laughs) I think think that that track literally would have just... Like, someone would have had to probably... Like, there are two people with that. Like, it's not like a big Biggie and Tupac thing, but like... Someone's career would have been ended if this track went through. Like, if this track went out, either everyone would have turned on Drake and just been like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> you went too hard, man. Yeah, you, whoa, you just crossed the line. <laughs> like, two, like Tupac, Tupac opened up his shit with, like, I just, I just fucked your bitch. But like, Acapella, like, too. Drake, no beat. Yeah, just fucking Drake, said that. That's why I Drake fucked your bitch. Yeah, Drake would have like even made that been like, yo, you could have just said you fucked his bitch, man. <laughs> <laughs> just say you like, smashed Kim, jeez. Yeah, dude. Damn. Oh, so, that's that's my feeling on it. I think Drake wins just because. Oh just man, but that, that, I want to hear that song to, though. Try to figure out like, what would he have said? What, no, I got. I want to try. Got shot down. I, I gotta hear. And it. you know what? Hope someone, someone's gonna leak. It's gotta get leaked. Someone's gonna be leaked. Who the fuck does Jay Prince think he is, man? Some washed up motherfucking. Yo, he's getting mad fucking. exposure for this too. No, also, he's done oh, yeah. like a bunch of interviews. Never. No, I also heard that he told LeBron not to come back in this series. <laughs> <laughs> Sean was like, "Wait, really? Uh, That's true." After game two, he was like, "You're good, guys. Now you're good. Man. Don't come back." Like, no one has talked about this motherfucker in like 17 years, and all of a sudden. <laughs> Uh, I told Drake not to do it because I still run shit. No, you fucking did it, man. Shut the fuck up. All right. There you go. Kanye just needed a, a talking piece. Like, yo, someone's got to tell him. It can't be me. <laughs> someone's got to tell this dude. Chill out. We were just bullshit. Another million and one question segment in the books for the Carter Street Podcast. NBA Finals Edition. Sean Dutra. When are you coming back, man? What's going on? Uh... Yeah, next episode we're we're cranking it out, man. Let's do it. Yo, once you clear once you clear waivers, we'll let you know when you can officially come back. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. I mean, hey, where's Hanley? Has Hanley been signed? I mean, I'm gonna go fucking be DFA'd in with him. You guys can just kick it together before you guys uh, make your you know sign your next nah, deal. That's someone I want to party with. 
Yeah, Hanley. Yeah, Hanley and the Dominican. Ooh, talk about the amounts of slap ass going on there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Dominican. I play baseball. Slap <laughs> And I love slap ass. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go the same three, except give me. Wait, what are we talking about? Clay, oh, the party. Okay, give me Clay Thompson. Oh, give me Clay Thompson. that's a good one, man. Yeah, that's yeah pound one. and bruise. Clay Thompson, crushing. Clay Thompson, Swaggy P, Jr. Smith. Oh, we kicking it. We're chilling. See, I would. I think I may sub out Swaggy P for Clay Thompson because you still need muscle. Let's be honest. Like you need. Yeah. I feel like Swaggy though would like get you some some trouble. Like, well, if, if we yeah. need, if we're talking muscle, then heck, give me Tristan Thompson and them chicks that he's gonna be. He's nah, gonna you don't have want the, you don't want the paparazzi, bro. You don't want the paparazzi like that. Yeah, you know, everyone knows. What oh, they're like. gonna follow him around, right? I'm just thinking about his his side pieces. He probably got some couple of chicks on deck. A couple of girls gonna come kick it. Love side actually, pieces. That's actually true. Strippers would definitely be willing to like yeah. you know. Kick it with you, right? Just because like so, what happened to the last one? And then when they strike out on Trishan, they're like, "Oh, who's this Joe Sway guy?" That's just that's just me though. That's yeah, how I look yeah. at it. All right, well, well, get out that window of uh, fantasy, uh, Sean. That's a good. Next week, bro. Turn. We're back. The three of bring us. Your, bring your green hat. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good. Are we gonna go run through the quad after? <laughs> We're running through the quad. <laughs> All right. And hopefully KFC is still open. Hey Sean, we appreciate you coming through, man. Obviously, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Popeyes. Sean Dutra, Causeway yeah. Street. Good Later. stuff, man. Yo, say what up to Jordan and Paula for us. Yes. All right, we'll say what do. up to him. That was good. All right, later. All right, later, bro. Oh man, good time talking to Sean. Good stuff. It's been a while. Always entertaining, <laughs> especially when he's been you know not on the podcast for the last few weeks. So he's had all that boiled up. But let's wrap things up the way we do every single episode here at the Causeway Street Podcast. With just enough time for In case you missed it. In case you missed it, we got a update. What's if up? You, if you hadn't heard already, Brian Colangelo, Philadelphia 76ers have parted ways. <laughs> oh, like we didn't see that one coming? You got fired. Okay. No. No, 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 Sway. 76ers put out a, put out a statement. Mr. Colangelo resigned as a GM. Of the 76ers. Yeah, it's what you do when you're about to get fired is what that is, all right? No, no, no. It's, the mean, team's on the verge of making that push to the Easter Conference Finals. They're on the verge of trying to get LeBron or Paul George or whatever big free agent is out there. And he conveniently just says, yeah, before you guys fire me, I quit. No, no, no. I'm not fired. I quit. That's what he did. No, no. I mean, they probably agreed. It's like a mutual agreement. And the Sixer goes, yeah, you're you're done. But... You can, we don't let you save face and say you resigned, <laughs> but it's a wrap for you. And he's like, understood. And the closes accounts pretty much, pretty much, um, what resulted in this investigation by the Sixers, even though, uh, Brian's wife, Barbara, admitted that he, she opened the accounts, aka took the fault. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> for her husband. She's like, I don't even watch basketball. <laughs> she, I don't know, you know what Twitter is. After these accounts were criticizing the team and revealing, you know, sensitive information, yada, 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 at the investigation by the Sixers resulted in, despite of his wife admitting to open up, opening up the, these accounts, but they couldn't prove if Brian knew about the accounts or not. <laughs> so, well, that, that's that. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. In case you missed it, Kevin Durant, 
We talked uh, a little about about Kevin earlier in the in the episode, but for those who think that uh, the Celtics might have a little chat with him in the offseason, got to cancel that because Durant has told ESPN, in particular, Sway's girl Rachel Nichols, that mm. he'll be resigning with the Golden State Warriors this summer. My ex girl. Yeah, I don't shock her here, obviously. Yeah. Now, Durant's in the middle of uh, finishing his first year of, uh, if you can believe this, a discounted two-year $51 million deal, Jeez. which has an opt-out clause after the Warriors win the championship. And that is it for In Case You Missed It. Not a lot going on right now in the association. So, wait, wait, wait you don't, you don't, You don't see an epic comeback coming here, you know? You're not going to fire off four in a row, a la 04 Red Sox, no? Listen, listen, man. This ain't the one. The only way the Cavaliers win this series if Durant gets kidnapped. <laughs> Steph Curry all of a sudden turns it to Markel Falls and forgets how to shoot. And Draymond Green gets suspended on some conspiracy. Like they find out that he's been kicking people in the balls on purpose. <laughs> That's the only way. So you're talking about a little like Celtics pride slash like Space Jam type thing going on here, right? Where people lose their skill and you got. No, no, Kidnappings no, no. happening to the best player. No, I'm just I'm just talking about Markel Fultz, like the way he literally forgot how to shoot. That would happen to Steph Curry. He just he just like he'd get the ball and just he just like underhand it <laughs> from the three point line, <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Wait, what?" That's the only way. And if that happened in Game Four, everyone would just assume, "Oh, they just want to win it on their home court in Game mm-hmm. Five. But if that kept happening, or something to that extent in Game Five, they'd be like, "What the hell's going on?" Like. Then it'd just be a serious, serious allegations of Adam Silver plotting to, I don't know, what do you want to call this? Like, you know, the, remember the Black Sox? Stretch, stretch the series so it'd be like the, It'd be like the Black the black Cavs. I don't know. What do you want to call this? Yeah, Shoeless Joe, man. He was a baller. Yeah. Then we, then we <laughs> he got, said, yeah. Then we got to find a field where a basketball court, a cornfield where there's a basketball court. Or we got to build one because if obviously if we build it, they will come. <laughs> J.R. Smith would be the uh, the Shoeless Joe. And then this was series would probably go like game nine. This is the last game LeBron James plays in Cleveland as a member of the Cavaliers. For like ninety percent of the regular season, like I would, I would would have said no. But I mean, just look at the Cavs right now, though. I mean, you would think like, how do you fix that? That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, you you would think you got money towards Jr. You got money towards Tristan Thompson. Yeah. You got money towards, of course, Kevin Love. I mean, it's just so much of a a, a jam financially. They're still on like that. Like, it's just hard to flip. Yeah, any of those guys I just mentioned and tried to build off of that. I mean, that trades, those trades that they pulled off at the deadline was the absolute best you could do with what you got. So it's like you go into the offseason, how do you even improve on that when pretty much none of those guys have really wowed you, minus maybe George Hill a bit, you know? But I mean, whereas you can make a deal and and try to strengthen this 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 core. No, but he's in a he's. Locked in. Well, I think he's got a player option. Well, I, don't, I don't know why the Kings did this, but I think they signed him for two years at $40 million. So he's, George Hill is making $20 million this year, mm. folks. So if he does have an opt-in, why wouldn't he not opt-in to stay in Cleveland, even though Cleveland's going to be pretty bad next year if LeBron were to leave? So to answer your question, I think he leaves. And I don't know why or how this is going to happen, but I think he goes to Houston. Somehow they pull it off. I don't know what. Mm. They have all summer. Well, not all summer, but they got a few more few more weeks to convince Chris Paul, like, bro, you're making enough money with State Farm. Why do you need more <laughs> from the Houston Rockets? Do you remember what happened at the tail end of the Western Conference Finals? <laughs> you know what? You know what else? 
say the Houston Rockets did make it to the finals, what would have happened? Without Chris Paul, yeah, Chris Paul one of the wait, Isn't that LeBron James's banana boat buddy? I mean, couldn't they come to a sort of an agreement or some kind of a conversation where it's like, listen, just take what you can. I'll come through. We'll figure this thing out. And I think that's that's honestly, I honestly think that's a this is a possibility. I, I still got Philly. That's my thing. That's my prediction. I've been saying that for like, well, like last three weeks now. But I think Houston is almost right there. But of course, they have to figure out the, the money situation. They have to figure out what's going to happen to Chris Paul. In my opinion, Clint Capella, as important as he is or as he was this past season, he's out. I mean, it's, just, it's a team out there that's going to throw him 20 mil and he's, he's done. He's gone. But you bring LeBron James, obviously, you put yourself in a situation to not only compete against the Golden State Warriors, but you can actually win a title with the team of James Harden, LeBron James. Whatever you get left out of Chris Paul and the rest of that core, you fill out that roster and you're in good shape. But another another guy who's making way more money than we thought that he would, especially in you know this day and age with the, the type of season that he just, he just put together, that's Ryan Anderson. That's $20 million right there that you have to try to figure out how you're going to part ways with that. What team can pick that up? You know, that puts him in a jam. You're not going to be able to trade him. So all of a sudden now you're stuck with trying to tell Chris Paul to take a minimum. You're trying to get... LeBron James to take a pay cut because let's face it. Too much, too much, man. Too many factors going into Let's this. face it. In Cleveland, if he were to stay put, that's the most money he can make out of any uh, other team. Well, do you remember when, when the Celtics got KG? He was what, 31? If I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 10 years ago around this time. Do you, do you remember those who were infatuated with Al Jefferson? Mm-hmm. Al Jefferson, I think it was barely like 21, 22 at the time. And they're like, oh, you're getting, you're getting, uh, you know, though he's an all-star and a former MVP, you're getting a guy that's almost 10 years older. How much realistically are you going to squeeze out of him? Yada, yada, yada. Chris Paul is 33. He's going to be 34 next year. And he's a guard. And he's a guard. With a okay. long list of injuries. As, as great of a shooter he, that he is, you, he can't just, you can't just pay him 30 million plus just to be a shooter. Mm. You, gotta, you, you need him to lead your team. So he's he's already said I'm looking for the max. This is my last deal because he said I I left money on the table to leave the Clippers, opt into my to my you know clause that I had to see how how we would get things done in Houston. One game away from the from the finals, even though he didn't play in the last two games and he missed more than 20 games during the regular season, but he still wants his money. So I don't know what's I don't know what's gonna happen in Houston really, but. Uh, I mean, it could be at the like you said, it could be at the point where they're like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna throw our money at LeBron." See you later, Paul. Oh no, I think it was Sean that said it. Like you know, go figure out what you're gonna do with your life, mm-hmm. Chris Paul. And Harden's already your guard, but how does James work in this running gun two and threes? He's not a great three point shooter, never has been. So I don't know. Who knows? But if he leaves, if he leaves the East, great. I don't know about the Lakers. Though. I don't just don't know. I don't know why. I just don't. I can't see it happening with him going, LeBron going to Lakers, or the Clippers. The only Eastern or Western Conference team I see him going to is Houston. If he stays in the East, Cleveland, obviously. I'm still having a hard time with Philly because they don't have shooters, and you need to surround Bron Bron with shooters. All right. Well, with that, we'll wrap up this episode of the Codger Street Podcast. You know where to find us, of course. And until next week, when Sean Dutch will be back, the NBA Finals will be wrapped up. If you ask me. It'll be all said and done in five. I, I give Cleveland one game. I may be wrong. I'm thinking I'm probably wrong, but bro, it's done already, man. They, five. they wrapped it up in three. It's done. <laughs> no, Congratulate okay. them already. The guys show up, man. It's, the it's parade's gonna, coming. This is going to be the uh, thank you, LeBron night. 
Okay. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for the title. Thank you for the memories. We'll miss you, buddy. And again, it'll be a win. It'll be a win. Yeah, I mean, I think if he ultimately Cleveland will win, everybody will be like, yeah, this is great. Maybe we have a shot. And then those dreams will be shot in game five. If he ultimately leaves Cleveland, it's on it's on Dan Gilbert, in my opinion. Even though LeBron was the one that convinced them to to re-sign Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith for 80-plus million dollars, and you're stuck with him. So, whatever. Make sure you head out over to uh, CausewayStreet.com for all your latest reports and rumors on the Celtics offseason. You can also check out a piece about some free agents that the Celtics should be looking at or could be looking at, like on the cheap. Someone that, that can help a championship contender. You don't have Durant on there? Uh, no. <laughs> I had him on there, but I had to take him off. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm kidding. No, it's just like one or two-year type deals. Mid-level exceptions or mini mid-level exceptions type deals. You know, because what, what else can't sign Aaron Baines? You got to replace him with somebody, right? So, again, check us out on CausewayStreet.com. Check us out on Twitter, at CausewayStreet. And subscribe, baby, to that iTunes. All right, we out of here.